This is SS Rajamouli in conversation with the Russo brothers. In, in your last two films, in, in Bahubali and in RRR, you actually told stories that were intrinsically Indian stories. They're rooted in mythology, they're rooted in Indian history, and yet these were films that spoke to a much larger audience than typically Indian cinema tends to reach out to. What do you attribute that to? Yeah, basically I believe that a, a, story, a good story is a good story for all the people across the globe, whichever country they are in. But to take a story to cross the boundaries, to, for a story to cross boundaries, to cross cultures, there are many, many hurdles. But I think the principal hurdle is belief. Principally, if if I don't believe that I have a sto- good enough story that, that transcends boundaries, then there is no way I can make the other audiences believe that I have that story. So I think principally it is the a belief. If we have that, the other hurdles can be crossed. So you don't tailor your stories to speak to a global audience specifically? No, no. See, basically, like I was saying, an emotion is the same. Human relation, a relationship between husband and wife, a father and son, two friends, whatever it is, it is the same as in America, as in India, as in Japan. You know, it is the same. It doesn't change. But how we tell that emotion changes, the nuances will change, but the the core emotion remains the same. But the way, if if I don't tell my story, the, the way I envision it, and I keep thinking about what others are going to envision, mm. then I think I'm not doing a, doing a justice for both the people. And this is Required Watching, where we watch the essential films from the list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host, Trey Epps, and needless to say, there will be spoilers. Because today... Today we're talking about RRR, and if you haven't heard about it, I don't blame you. I know there are tons of people talking about it right now, but if you happen to miss it, stop what you're doing, go on Netflix, and sit back and relax and dig into three hours of Indian cinema at its best. Okay, and I, I, I hear you, I see you, I, I, I'm reading your mind, you're like, oh, three hours. Well, if you can spend three hours watching Blonde you can watch this. If you can spend three hours watching the next Avatar, you can most definitely watch this. If if you can spend three hours watching, what, Drive My Car, or essentially every movie that's come out lately, I mean, is every movie three hours long lately? What's, what's up with that? Anyways, if you can spend three hours doing that nonsense, you can certainly take some time to watch this movie. I can assure you, you will not be disappointed. Believe me when I tell you that this movie is absolutely wild. I mean, you're probably saying, how could this possibly be on the list of movies that we cover? But RRR is in a category of its own. It it was shunned by its own country as far as being a film that they would put forward in the Academy Awards. But it's been praised, essentially, and and by, by every outlet and the critics alike, as well as the audiences who've driven in, in droves to, to see this film. And honestly, I watched it at home on Netflix, and I feel like I missed out on something. I feel like with this movie, much like you know, some of the Marvel movies, much like some of the, 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 real, the real Hollywood hits, it's something that you need to be in the theater to experience. And I feel like I missed out on what RRR was giving me and what we could have done together in the movies. Anyways... If you have a chance to see it anytime soon, do it. If you have a chance to see it in a theater, you should definitely do it. But you should most definitely watch this film. 
one way or another. Again, it's it's very, very wild. And I feel like you heard it here first. Indian movies are in a league of their own. And if you enjoyed this episode, I certainly implore you to look back at we we covered Thapt not too long ago. And that was another film that we thoroughly enjoyed. Both Dan and I looked at it. And starting next year, we'll be looking at more film movements and the way the world works in their in their cinematic industry. And and it and Indian film will be will have to take up so much time because it's so expansive and it, it covers so much and there's so much history. Just like Hollywood history, there's so much history about it that it just needs to be explored. And we don't have time to do it here, but just look out for it. Among most things about this film, the hype was big. Everything around it was big. The movie stars that were in it, the 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 title of the film, the the director of the film. I mean, we're talking about a country that has over five languages, and this movie was translated into, I think, all of them. I could, I'll correct myself on that later. Maybe I'm not doing that right, but it's it's certainly a film that was made for the Indian culture, and it was was certainly something that was, uh, I guess, embraced by. Indians in, in a way that I think not a lot of other movies have seen. It spent a lot of time at the top of its box office. I b- believe it, the budget was about $72 million. And of course, it made its money back, I think, tenfold. Streaming around the world and, again, becoming the high, highest grossing movie for quite some time. And doing that in India is no small feat. Do you know the size of India, guys? Do you guys know the size of India? It's so needless to say that it was a very, very big deal. I mean, RRR came from simply the the director and the star's first initials RRR and it became it became so loved while it was still being worked on that they kind of retrofitted it into the actual title of the movie that is bonkers that is insane we all remember being being in english class and our english teacher telling us how important character names are how important title names are and we have a movie that is just like you know what the working title is just our initials and we're going to make it work and they really did uh, if 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 anything is clear is that this movie is incredibly fun and if you're having if you're if you're thinking oh it's a foreign movie and I have to read subtitles but I'm over it but I'm not too sure how, where I stand on music okay let me stop you the music in RRR is so amazing that it's probably one of my top songs on Apple Music at this very moment I top albums on Apple Music at this moment now I love musicals. But RRR is not a musical. In fact, the amazing thing about it is how boundless it is when it comes to its genre. It's it's a historical fiction, uh, a historical drama, whatever way you want to say that, where essentially these characters are are fictionalized versions of them of, of real people. And it was SS Rajamuli's vision to kind of imagine the path that they would have been on had they met at that time. Again, made for India, made for Indians, and it's speaking volumes across the globe. Now, it's also a buddy comedy of sorts, where we have these two characters meeting, and they are diametrically opposed in, in a lot of ways. Like they, they are, they, it's, they're seemingly not on the same page in terms of what's happening in their country and what their goals are. And this this entire film builds up their friendship, and we see what happens to the downfall of their friendship as it. it 
remarkable, remarkable, a remarkable reversal happens right at the intermission where, you know, one has to turn on the other. And what happens from that point until the end of the film is, again, a buddy, a buddy comedy of sorts. And we have this, you know, this, I would say, D, <laughs> this D plot line here where, you know, we have this romantic plot line. And all of that to say, the genres go beyond what we think it does. And the music plays, I think, a very important part of telling the story, but not in the way that you think. In terms of musical numbers, we have, I believe we have only two, Nacho Nacho, somewhere in the middle, uh, the beginning, middle-ish, and it's hard to describe where something lands on a three-hour film. But we have Nacho Nacho, and I believe we have that last musical number, I forget the name. And that's about it. There's certainly music within the film. I believe there may be another song or two, but not... Not that I can recall as a musical number, and I think that's where the genius kind of comes in, because music is certainly an important part of this film, but it isn't the biggest part of this film. If you're a bit hesitant, again, check it out. Now, now when it comes to this film, I feel like I've gone on and on about how much I loved it. And if the question is whether or not it's required watching or not, the answer is simple. It is required watching. I said it at the top, and I'll say it again. Don't walk, run to the couch, turn on Netflix or whatever, whatever streaming service you can, you can, and watch this film. I find myself holding back because I want it to be an experience for people who haven't seen this film before. However, you know, there, there's a lot of remarkable things. Like Daisy Edgar Jones was meant to be in this film. The main British guy who is, you know, kind of... Uh, the vessel for the the British army and the British invasion of India is, you know, is a Chris Noth looking character, which I think is quite interesting and lends to the evilness. But one thing that I continually said was this movie is made for India. And it gave me the same feeling of inclusion and, and joy, not knowing the history, not knowing all of the history, not and picking up little things because it excited me about India. It excited me about Indian culture. It excited me about learning more about the film industry, but it also gave me an understanding of the, of this country, of, of the people. And because of that specificity, because it wasn't because it wasn't playing to because it wasn't playing to this global audience, because it wasn't playing to be you know in Hollywood or you know in the Hollywood system, I related to it a lot more. So when it comes to watching this film, I think. Some of your key takeaways should be, how do you make something very specific? How do you make something so specific and, and yet so, so wild that it takes your audience on this never-ending adventure where you're not sure where you're going to land? Because that's the kind of fantastic unease I felt while watching this film. Is I didn't know where it was going. And I think, again, that has a lot to do with Indian filmmaking. But also with the the risks that SSR generally took while making while writing and making this film, I can go on and on about how charismatic the actors are, or nitpick about things that aren't familiar to me. But instead, I'm going to choose Curie as a place to really dive into Indian culture, the same way that we started to dive into French French films or Japanese films, which we'll be getting a lot more of in the new year. Again, watch this film and really start to take away how you can build the depth of characters. Not because you have three hours, but because you can pack a scene that ha- that hits so many different beats. Or, or how again, how music does you know 
music can play a really big part in this within your film without it being a musical. I'm, I'm writing a music drama right now, and it's not a musical whatsoever. And the music lyrics have nothing to do with, you know, the I want song, not necessarily, not, not as blatant as a musical would anyway. And it's great to see movies like this that kind of blend those two worlds together. Listen, I'll end it there. With that, if you if you if you're liking what you're hearing, please subscribe, please leave comments, and please leave those iTunes reviews. I greatly appreciate it. We'll start reading some of those out and even giving away things. Uh, as we wrap up the end of the year, we're going to be doing tons of giveaways of movies, DVDs, downloads, all this good stuff. And the only way you can do it, of course, is going to be leaving that review. We're only getting better here at Required Watching, where sometimes you'll see my face, sometimes we'll have guests on as well, but Required Watching will always be a fan club. A fan club. A film club, of course. So please, please, please stick around with us. Leave your comments. Let's make this a community that we all really love. Until next time, I'm Trey Epps. Peace.